Obi and Ashley, K92.3, love the fact that we are here in the entertainment capital of the world where we've been able to bring you great stuff from our friend Kenny Chesney. I mean, just about a week ago, we had our man Bon Jovi on the show. That was really cool. Now, Hardy, I mean, he's won so many awards already as a songwriter. He's known for God's country. I mean, that put him on the map with Blake Shelton flying him out to his own property on a private helicopter. So Hardy joins us on K92.3 this morning. You seem to have been doing very well with your talents of songwriting because it seems like almost every other song on the air, you've got some credits on. (laughs) Yeah, it's been really good. It's funny, too, because, like, I've been doing so much songwriting since we haven't been able to play shows, but the odd thing is, like, the cycle of songwritings from the time they're written to on the radio kind of takes a long time, so a lot of the songs that are on the radio that I've written right now, I actually wrote, like, two or three years ago. Hey, can I, uh, let me ask you a question about that. Do do you ever sit on a song and you're like, man, this this one needs to shine. Like, when is this one going to get its shine? I definitely have songs that I've written that I think are awesome that are still in the chamber that hopefully get cut one day. So do you feel pressure now? Because you put out a song that basically the lyrics say you want to be more than just her boyfriend and you're in a serious relationship with your girlfriend, Callie. So are you going to propose soon or what? I guess a little bit, but not not from from Callie. We have a plan. so uh, And that's and all that matters. Yeah, it's coming. I, I do. I get – I feel – not really pressure, but like I feel it from like fans and stuff, and like in the comments, if I ever post like a picture with me and Callie, like half the comments are like, "Put a ring on it," or like, "What are you doing?" <laughs> Where are you right now? Are you at, at home? Because I also did see some stuff about ghosts at a home that you recently. Uh, yeah, I'm in my house. I'm in my basement. Yeah, I think that I brought home a ghost recently from. I looked for arrowheads, like Native American artifacts and stuff. And um, I don't know, We, me and my buddy found this spot that was pretty dense with stuff and, and got like a weird kind of vibe, but we found a bunch of stuff, so we took it home, and then <laughs> a bunch of crazy stuff started happening my, at my house. Uh, there, uh, I mean, there was like a million things, but once I was, me and Callie were upstairs, and we heard a window open, and I went downstairs, and a window had been unlatched and like open, and then... Um, a chair got like scooted out from the table one night and I went down to check and it was like moved like six feet from the table. Everything that was plugged in on the shelves uh, downstairs in the kitchen were unplugged one morning. And look, I'm like, I grew up in Mississippi, dude. This, this all sounds crazy to me, but we were like, we're going to get some sage and we're going to burn this house down and tell this thing to get out of here. And that's what we did. And we have not had a single thing happen since then. Hey. Wow. Hey, all right. Yeah. All right. That was, that was getting creepy there for a second. <laughs> no, I mean, it was. It was, And it wasn't like I, I never felt scared, but I was just very annoyed because like, yeah. we were not getting sleep at night because there was just stuff going on all the time. Wow. And, uh, and I felt like kind of like, mad at this thing because i was like this is my freaking house i worked so hard to buy this house and i'm not gonna let whatever this thing is ruin that so like we did the sage and and i was like dude i don't know if you lived here or if i have something of yours but you need to get out you're you're you it's time for you to leave and whatever whatever it was it was it they left wow amen brother hey and just in time for the holidays too (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I, so I can actually have my family over. And, and, Aww. Well, hey, actually, this works out because we want to talk about your family with the holidays right around the corner. How do they perceive you and your success now? 
Oh yeah, they're taking it all in stride, man. They're very supportive. They they moved to Nashville kind of after my stuff started snowballing a little bit. They know more about what's going on in my life than I do. I feel like you know they keep up with everything, and they're uh, close with like my big loud team. They're my parents are so so involved and, and so proud. Um, sometimes a little too involved, but you know. <laughs> parents. What did the parents do before? Before while you were still trying to you know on the up and come up? Like what did they do before that they that they left to join you? Um, my mom just worked. She was the food service manager at a high school. Um, back wow. home in Mississippi, and my dad was a chicken farmer. Whoa, cool. Dang. Yeah, so I grew up um, in the chicken house for, I mean, not literally, but, you know, that was my <laughs> that was my first form of work was working in the chicken house when I was probably 10 years old. So then again, don't mind me for, for digging, but when they, when they decided to go to Tennessee to meet up with you, what, there must have been a huge weight off of their shoulders of like, oh, what are they doing for a living now? My mom is retired. My dad works for the state of Tennessee in amusement park safety, ironically. Dang. Issues permits for um, Dollywood and all these play anything that falls under the category of amusement parks. He sends people out to go inspect stuff to make sure it's all good and will issue them permits. Like, oh, that's uh, cool. Roller coasters and stuff. It's crazy. Yeah, that's like a no joke job. He's got a serious responsibility. Yeah, totally. He really does. There's a lot. There's a lot of uh, safety involved in that for sure. Brother, I, I, I hope you don't mind me asking these questions, but, you know, it's it's one thing if you're like a, a, a one-hit wonder, you know what I mean? But at, at this point, bro, we're spinning like three songs, four songs on, on the radio that, that that all have your hand in them. So this has got to be so such a win for the entire family and for, for your DNA bloodline, bro. <laughs> I, yeah, it really is, man. I mean, I, I don't have any other – I have a lot of great people in my family, but I would say of all of my, like, hundreds of cousins or whatever that I'm, I'm – the spotlight's kind of on me right now, but it's cool. I love it. I'm, I love to make my family proud for sure. You're equipped for it, bro. I was just going to say, what what's next, do you think, with all these hits, you know, that you thought you probably, you knew you were capable of, and then for us to see what's come, what's on that list that you're just like, okay, that's, I, I want to do that next? Oh, gosh. I, I want to get back to playing shows, you know, for sure. I'd love to keep having hits, to be honest, as a songwriter. That's a huge goal of mine is to be able to sustain having hits and balance that with being an artist. And if I could have like one a year, which would be huge and probably not, it, that's really hard to do. But if I could have one a year or one every couple of years, that's not my own song, um, I would be really happy. That'd be really awesome. I think you think you're doing pretty good. <laughs> I was going to say you're on track. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. But I, I, I hope so. You've got some major backing where we really are serious fans of uh, your talented gifts, bro. The, the writing, not only that, but just you yourself, you're a good guy. The times that we've met you in person, you're just a genuine character, man. And that's, that's easy to fall in love with. So thank you. I, I really appreciate that. 